With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
folks <laughs> good for you and we actually even remember to be here so i'm like really impressed with this all actually i think that we should be impressed with all of ourselves to be here i'm really impressed to be here it's been a wicked day and from what i'm seeing from mia it's been pretty hell out there too really wow yes i haven't seen here's today it's like there's a an oppressive Real oppressive feeling. Really? Through my household, too. Well, maybe it's going to clean out afterwards because we had um, thunder and lightning the night before last, and we had fierce wind Sunday and all yesterday. And like, I had to walk 100 miles because I couldn't put the horses in the field. So I had to walk them all. And, but today it's fresh. Today I was even losing my lip stuff because um, you know, it was kind of dry. Whereas normally in Florida it's just like the all the time, and it's not. So it, it feels fresh here today. Oh, good. So that's interesting. I wonder if the fresh feeling will follow through. That would be nice. Wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. I'm the ever optimist, you know. You are. <laughs> you are. <laughs> yeah, I'm very optimistic at the moment because um, I'm working on my physical body with my um, achy knees and all that stuff, and I'm making some really good progress, so I'm very optimistic. Oh, good. I've been working on, I've got found some scar tissue down the uh, and my hamstrings and I've been working with my my magnets 
Oh, good. Those and uh, been breaking up my scar tissue and my legs are definitely working a lot. I mean, I, I did walk, I walked, well, two and a half hours yesterday. I walked, um, uh, well, plus, I mean, I walked um, nine horses 15 minutes each in the morning and then I took them all out for grass in the afternoon. So, and then today I walked to the horse show and back and that's like a good 20, 25 minutes each way. So, you know, plus the general walking around the whole flipping day. So anyway, I'm very optimistic at the moment. <laughs> and, uh, but you're managing to deal with a whole lot of weather. I'm doing all kinds of things, but I become very involved. I'm loving my yes. classes. Uh, but it is a lot of classes back to back. It's a lot early. I like tomorrow morning, I'm getting up at 1.30. Wow. Do a class that will probably run over my five o'clock class. So I have to drop out of that class and go to the five o'clock class. At eight o'clock, this is all my time, I have lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Then we finish officially, supposedly over one, usually around noon. And, uh, but also we've been having this big push to put, to put out the uh, 155th workshop because there's a lot of information about pedophiles and the pedophile Mm -hmm. rings in that. And so it had to be transcribed so it could be copied into other languages. But I did rediscover how much I love to use um, the skills, although we now know that the spelling and grammar skills are a control system. It's still necessary for communication purposes when you're putting subtitles under a video that you know how to spell and you know what the difference between is between then rather than or when are you going to the store then or now? You know, those are important because translated, it could be a whole nother word. So I, it was like it reawoke the time I was when I was a student for details because I knew <laughs> it was all in the fucking details when you went to university. It's like, oh, right. it's not the same thing. But when I was going, it was like, you got to have every I and every T cro- dot, dotted and every T crossed and so that's good, but I've been working too hard. For I'm, I went into full steam, and didn't go into gradually. So uh, yeah, uh, today at around two o'clock, I flaked out and had a two-hour nap, and it, it's like I I couldn't get my futon down fast enough and mm-hmm. everything cleared to be able to go lie down. But, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and I'm thrilled to see we have two of our European family here. Yes, and so rather than use the earlier time, because it is 11.30. Exactly. 11:30, so anything they've got to say. If you want to jump in or Mia wants to jump in, don't mm-hmm. worry about the cameras. We don't need yeah, them. No, we don't. Camera, no camera. No. Your voice is all we really want to hear. Well, we'd love to see your face, but if you don't have a camera, then you've got school. And Mia, whatever you want to do both of you i open the floor to either one of you yeah and, and i know that you know jump in anything before we yeah and with it being so late you know um and like me has already said she wouldn't be here for long but um just love to see you here and if there's hearing your voices too that's a big bonus so uh we're grateful for everyone that's here i see lotus is here as always and yes oh yay yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yep. uh, the hello to so yeah we love you all so thank you for being here so anything anyone has to uh yeah but you know I, and the other thing is that um like what libby's just shared that she's busy with that more's the reason that if there's no more to share we will just say hey cheerio chaps but if somebody's got something to say hey we're here to hear <laughs> 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 uh, 
So, um, but yeah, if, if there's, you know, there's no sharing, I'm not going to repeat myself over and again, again, because that gets very boring. Listen to me going blah, 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 blah. So anyone that has anything to share, we've just, you know, Libby's shared a lot. Libby actually is, is quite a wonder uh, doing all this that she's doing. It's a very um, big undertaking to do that transfer. How many, it ta- it's 10, 10, 100 times or 10 times longer. 10 minutes takes 10 hours. Well, I've gotten better, and um, the last few ones I had to do were already done, but I had to check the grammar, whether they fit into, you can only do 23 words per line, or no, 43 characters per line, no more than, I don't know what it is, there's a little red thing, amara.org is a really, really good transcribing site, so if you have a video you want to put subtitles on. That's where you do it, so you can wow. sync it to the time. And so you got to sync it to the time. you just got to make sure there's no spelling errors, and you can only use two lines. And and Mr. Kesh, just when he starts to talk, you go, you have to fix that into segments. And then there's a lot of European accents. And I am so grateful that I was raised with many, many different European accents so that I can work them out, including Welsh. <laughs> uh, you know, there's accents in there and you got to hear that word you know so you have to keep coming back and playing it but that is stuff i love right good have to be careful not to do too much of it initially because i and also i'm now doing it back in my room but i was using the communal area so you know, it's all good yeah amara.org yeah oh bendy's here Yes. yes, I know. So, Bindi, I'm <laughs> going to stop chatting and, and encourage you. We're really excited that Bindi's here, all of us. Bindi, <laughs> come on. Can you guys hear me? Pardon? Can you guys hear me? All right? Yes. Yes, we can. Oh, yes. Yes. Can we just hear you? I'll go full Monty. Yay. Okay, I'm muted. You got the floor. Um. Well, wow, I've got the floor. Uh, okay, I'll go just lie down on it now. Um, I've had a pretty uh, uh, uneventful couple of days, which was wonderful because <laughs> the world is such a chaotic, uh, hellish place at the moment that it's 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 um, hard enough to keep keep in the zone with with everything going on and a lot of people around. So a couple of days of well, kind of isolation has been good. I've been uh, able to stop the head from uh, get out of all the old patterns that show up as soon as you're around a lot of people, old triggers and stuff, family shit. But um, I made it through and I've just gotten out wiser and uh, yeah, what am I doing lately? Uh, painting, getting my uh, gear back into gear as long as I can keep that going. Um, keeping my head above water, that's what takes up most of the day and time, just surviving, um, which is pretty okay. It's pretty much always works out just enough to stay afloat, so not complaining there. And um, wherever I can, I'm still trying to connect to people and uh, see if I can reach their heart and see if there's anybody home, you know of dealing with automatonic crap most of the time. The way every now and then you have a gem moment that you think, oh, yeah, there's someone home here. Well, wow. it's alive. And uh, that's good. Um, <laughs> keep, the eye, keep the eye on the ball, right? 
keep the focus on the bigger picture because it's it's not about me or here or now actually this so yeah and and i think uh, at the moment anything is possible <laughs> in every way possible <laughs> I, I know generalizing is is stupid to do but at the moment i can't generalize more or enough because there's nothing on this planet that is what it is or what it seems to be and ever will be anymore and that is a good thing you know we don't want to make a vase again out of the same ball of wax we're going to try something else now and um yeah but i think that's not going to be this big instant a presto trick or linchpin that's going to save everybody uh it's going to be hard graft for a lot of generations to come and we're just kicking in the first few holy houses or doors and um let's see where that takes us okay so that's me. I've uh, dropped off radar and I'm still off. Um, some, most of it uh, consciously, some of it because of the, well, the system kicking me out, basically. Uh, not a path I'd recommend anybody, but once you're on it, you can't get off. So keep going. And I find the strength in, in connecting with you guys every now and then. Keep going and focusing on the bigger picture. Just keep looking at it without attaching too much to it. And that's the hardest part because the more I'm attached, the more this, this suffering shit happens. So, yeah. <laughs> and there are days where I go uh, under, um, but most I stay float. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty much most of what, <laughs> what is worth sharing and then, the rest of what I think is worth sharing is my art. So anybody wants to check it out, I've posted my shop on Facebook. Um, it's my way of staying afloat without joining the system deeper than I absolutely have to. Can I and, ask um, you a Yeah, I've done trying to figure out how to do that in, in a new way because it's all a mind fuck. It all ends up just being more rabbits down the same hole. No, it's yeah, I don't need need a format, anything than, than not a format or just a little bit of what already exists and trying to instead of trying to make it com confusing for myself to find this new linchpin to hang on to like the new holy grail um my growl's in me you know i trust myself now completely there's not there's not there's not a choice i make that doesn't come from me anymore it's uh yeah i just realized that today i thought yeah however shit it sometimes is it does come from me now and from the deeper inner knowing the source. Yep. How has your life changed, Bendy, since you discovered the legal name fraud? Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, that's a loaded question. It, it triggered me the other day. So I'm just yeah. giving it to you. Go for it, honey. We did it on yeah. the other show, didn't we? What hasn't changed? If I was a super, if I was a superficial walk and ego, I'd think somebody loused me in in this, you know. And there, but it's not. It's it's been an eye opener and. It was a continuing contingency on inner knowing and an inner feeling that shit's off here. And um, I came, I came here to do something. And it's not um, in any curriculum or book. It's not something you can uh, learn or teach. It's something you figure out as you go on. And um, that's true pioneering as far as I'm concerned. And I've, ne I've never been a follower. I've never fitted in any way, you know. I've never felt I belong to this big Anyway, yeah, to, the, to, to humanity. That's my big family. None 
uh, excluded. Um, that's abstract, you know, because uh, it has to be, otherwise you won't function. Otherwise I'd be dying on the floor every day I hear about another child rape or bombing or, well, you know, all the all literal shit. Uh, but that's blowing up, you know, the snake's eating its tail and it's slowly getting to its own head, so can't be long now before the bigger the bigger breakdown happens and um i hope i'm ready <laughs> when that does happen i hope i'm ready because yeah. there's going to be a lot of people that are going to panic and flip and uh, you know i'm glad i've already been through the panic and the flip i know yeah. how it feels and i know how to ground it out again you know refined center an undefined center, which is new because most people go find their center and they're redefining themselves. And I'm going to the, the neutral, the undefined center. That's where the safety is to be found now. Because if you want to have a defined center, you're, you're going to grab the straws. They blow up every. Yeah. And that was, for me, one big yellow brick was always um, in the literal world. The, the mirror for this was Rolf Harris. He was my youth, youth hero. I loved his songs. I still do. Uh, I think a lot of these people in the literal world have been used as scapegoats just to blow up themselves, you know, or feed you uh, 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 someone we, we tricked and filmed and, you know, they're offering each other up so that, um, you know, the, the dark shit's eating itself up. It's obvious, but that was one big brick that showed me, okay, if this is how deep uh, uh, the dark is being outrooted, then, then have at it and I'll help it and I'll kick it out as far as I can without being uh, vengeful, <laughs> you know. I hold no grudge, but I will dispel anything that doesn't rub the wrong way, right way. I'm very, very heavy on my boundaries lately. That's uh, that's good. It feels good. Yeah. So that's basically what I'm doing. And, and anybody who's got a willing heart uh, and ear and wants to discuss about uh, legal name fraud or uh, any anything along along the line of empowerment that is not uh, an attached or dependent form of empowerment that's that's the loophole I'm looking for in people's armors and that's um, well, it's hard enough work <laughs> but we just keep doing it we keep going in without the ego of oh I'm saving you you know no it's um it's a tool and I can show you how to use a hammer, but what you build with it, it's your own thing. And the connectedness is if I see you build anything that is harm again, I'll help you demolish that. But I won't help you build it. Yeah. And demolish is not a literal breaking of something, but, but I will, will well, peaceful resistance, basically. <clears throat> yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. I'll talk in circles if I say more. <laughs> well, I'm just so grateful that you mentioned that Tuesday nights would be better for you. And, and yeah. it is quite yeah. late at night for you. And so I am grateful that you suggested that we change it at least once a month. Just so we can pull people in occasionally from the European side of the world. And, uh, yeah, that's and place, But, you know when we're just stuck in North America, it feels like a North American problem rather than we know it's global. And yeah, yeah. Well, that that's another thing that's changed. There's, there's less less um, communication between us. 
you know, larger scale, but it's, I can still feel the, the, uh, let's call it the Emerald table. I can still feel the presence. It's, it's, it's very much, um, damn shit done its job <laughs> and still doing. And it's, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's a trust and a knowing and, and, you know, I don't need to, to check in with anybody specifically to, to, to feel that. Uh, on a personal level, though, on the on the, the growing and, and developing person, and uh, that keeps to, um, I try to keep it real and feet on the ground. That I do need people to check in with just every now and then, even if they say, "Hey, B, shut up." No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, but usually I'm the one saying "shut up." So. <laughs> yeah, I'm very partial to proper proper conversation and still just yakking for yakking's sake. Someone starts talking about the weather to me. <laughs> and now toxic. Yeah, we know it's all changing. Relax. Breathe. Yeah. yeah. So, on with the, the good and non-fight fight. And how are you guys doing? I can see Michael. Hello. Michael? What did you uh, say? Yes, yes. there's definitely a Michael on our board. I don't know if it's... Um, oh, is it our sweet Michael? Michael McLean, is that you? No, I keep meaning to text him, so it'd be really cool if it is him. So I keep thinking about him. I must send him a message, and every time I think about it, I just can't. Well, look, uh, it doesn't even have a microphone, so he might not be able to join us. But. Yeah. Anyway. Yep, there's a lot of family on this line today. It's so good um, that they're here. Um, RC is raw. Yep. Out in Alberta. And 203 is Hawk, I think. Yeah, I think so. And uh, who else is here? Yeah, it's great to uh, have Mia here, like you said. That's really lovely because uh, I know she's been um, with dealing with whatever's going on over that part of the world. So it's just wonderful to have anybody here that's, you know, to be here. Like we know it's late over there as well, which is, you know, and I, I, I totally would do this Tuesday one early if only I could. But I just, hmm. at the moment, cannot. But when I can, I would totally say, hey, let's do it a few hours earlier so you guys aren't in the middle of a bloody night. So um, when I'm the not... The only problem is that most other people are doing something else during the day. Sure. You know? yeah. And that's why we chose... Remember, we chose this time so it wouldn't literally be the, the literal the middle of the night for there. It's late. Um, and then for Australia, we were trying to do it so it wasn't middle of the night and it was early in the morning for there. And that sort of thing. That was how the whole idea of 5.30 came up as yeah. I hate these well, I don't want to give hatred but yeah. these time zones are challenging it's tricky, it is tricky to, to make it work and having conversations with friends and things, you're like I can talk to it at such and such a time and then you suddenly realise for them it's like two hours earlier, later three hours or whatever, so yeah, it is challenging the time, the time situation Hey, the effort makes it special today, right? That's it yes, It does yeah. Absolutely, that's true. It does. It does. Makes the chocolate all a lot sweeter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that, you know, I, I've I've always have the um, view that anything's possible. If you really want to make something happen, you'll find a way to make it happen. And then you know, there's occasional things that it's just. <laughs> but for the most part, I mean, we were talking um, this afternoon, Martha's going off to uh, another horse show tomorrow and it's quite a bit of an undertaking and because she needs to do something with somebody else and the time 
the planning's not all to do with what she decides to do. There's somebody else involved, which is a very much a variable. So we have to plan around this other variable thing. And I said, well, you know what? We'll make it work. Whatever we want to, we need to do, we'll make it work. And it really is that case of um, just choosing to make it possible. And that's where I've got to with most things. And I've got to the point that you do what it takes to get what you need to do. And, um, yeah, if you keep that kind of uh, vision and view that, hey, if I want to do this enough, I'll find a bloody way. And, uh, yeah, 99 times out of 100, it works out. So, yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> staying positive is another good one <laughs> sort of like oh well i don't think i can do this no there's no hope for that and like right there's no fucking hope then is there <laughs> so you're like well yeah i think we can run the show we'll find a way let's see what we can do and then yeah. you know ways come in um you know it's no point being like unrealistic and you know, the things that are literally you know I know we're not supposed to be literal and all that, but no, I, I'm beyond all of that. I, I definitely, I, I stay positive and I see the good in people and I see that, you know, when people are really trying to do their best or they are doing their best and all those things, you acknowledge it and it keeps coming back and it keeps coming back. The more you see it, the good in people and them doing their best, the more you see it, the more it comes, the more people you meet with those sort of attitudes even the people i've talked about this before bindi is even the people i meet they're completely oblivious like these people i stay with in their house they're the most beautiful really nice couple they're pretty they're pretty much oblivious to what's you know the stuff we're aware of but they they're always just you know positive in their own world they go and have fun they go out and um they're kind he's he's always like what can i do to help you there's a car or whatever what can I do to help? they're just really cool nice people and mm. I think that's what we keep you know um drawing to ourselves i don't see people i mean in, in the environment i'm in they're, they're full of you know sport but, but i don't encounter them because yeah. i don't bring them into so it's great who we got there hello Michael. Michael. It's Michael, yeah. Can you hear us, Michael? Yeah, we can see you with a... We can see your head. In the motorised form of Morse code. <laughs> and we can confirm it's not Michael McLean. Right, yes. <laughs> so, uh, Hi, Michael. Do you have a mic? You can shake your head if you don't, because it looks like you might not have a mic. <laughs> Well, he must have come to hear him, but we can see his picture. Yeah, you're laughing now, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Probably muted again. That's all right. Yeah, well. Yeah, what you were saying, uh, Jolly, is that um, what you think and talk about, you bring about, basically. Yeah. Right. For me, I'm, I've 100% doubted every, every single word of that. And um, I've come to the conclusion that it is and it isn't true at the same time. Um, okay. And that has been a very comforting uh, discovery because half the time I was like being ego, bashing up ego because I wasn't bringing about what I was thinking about. <laughs> and then I realized, hang on, this cost us a load of codswallop. Because I do not create reality, I create the experience of the reality I'm in. And there is a lot of influence and stuff going on from cause to effect and back. And um, 
yeah, I'm just in the middle of it. And for me, the clue is to to not resist what I'm seeing, feeling and experiencing immediately uh, without checking in internally um, uh, which way to, ju to judge something. And in Dutch, we've got more words for you've got being judgmental. You've got uh, pa passing judgment on somebody, like in good or bad, but you can also judge a situation on its merit for you in that now. And that last one, please don't take that away from me because it, it, this 3D doesn't function without it. Otherwise, I'd just be standing here being a goof. Because um, every second of the moment, I'm passing, uh, I'm judging if something in the now is appropriate, like taking a sip of tea, like taking a breath, like walking out the door, coming back, sitting all light, I'm visible. There's all these practical things, and it's all a part of co-creation. But then I am creating the experience of it through my emotional inner dialogue. Yeah. That's the part that I'm responsible for and nothing else. And that is, that is a, a good way to, to, to detach as well because I can experience something and know that the experience is not me completely, but just partially. And, uh, yeah. So if what I'm thinking and wanting and desiring or whatever, however you create or manifest isn't happening, that means that for me, that what I was trying to do in that moment isn't for the greater good of that moment for me as well as my surrounding. Because I can't detach myself from the surrounding. It's all me anyway. So if I'm, I'm taking care of me, I'm taking care of my surrounding. If I do that to the most honest and integrate way, I know how. No worries. And then I think you will bring about the people that will help you in that. Yes, I do. I have experienced that, but I've also experienced the opposite. I think that contrary to what we want and think we are creating, the bigger picture will provide what is necessary for the bigger picture first. And uh, yeah, that's that's a thing I'm fine with. <laughs> Even though my ego struggles with, I can hear the voice in the back of my head. Yeah, okay, just let it yak. And sometimes it um, takes over. <laughs> you know, you get possessed by your own ego. It takes over. And I'm hearing myself or seeing myself being, hang on, um, take the puppet out of my ass, the hand out of my ass, take back the rain, you know. Yeah. I think that's the biggest clue to, is to be aware of when that switch yeah. happens. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? It's, it's to be aware of what's going on and to be aware and, and um, be able to make those observations to yourself that, hey, wait, this is a program or this is ego jumping in on top of everything. Mm. awareness is really the, the vital part yeah I've given a lot of those ego programs a name and uh, kind of voice, voice dialoguing and I, you know do a bit of workshopping every now and then when I can I can, oh, I can hear that and that yakking out oh, it's like, you know or the three year old that wants the key to the Ferrari no 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 back <laughs> but, and it makes it fun as well. I can laugh at myself that way, or at these selves, these uh, false idols of me, <laughs> or, or false idols of whatever. And uh, yeah, but um, it's a challenge. There are days when uh, I can go under it <laughs> for days, and I think, "Shit, did I go off on an ego binge or what?" <laughs> yeah, fucking here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's 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 is it. I try to look at it as a game, as a game, you know, kill Super Mario, kill him, <laughs> or whichever label you want to stick to a, to ego fragment. It's, but, um, it's, uh, it's a fun game. Yeah, 
sometimes some of these egos, ego programs show up outside you, larger than life in the form of this, this, this political dance or, you know, the police and the military do shit. Okay, how am I going to reconcile this with my ego? I've already had a made an opinion about it all. <laughs> but it's also I, um, information uh, anagogically that just shows you, okay, if shit's going to hell in a handbag, it doesn't even fit in a handbasket anymore. Uh, it's a good, good time. Birthing pains, rebirthing pains, right? Right, someone else take the reins. Well, I think Michael is trying to jump in and, and have interaction with you. So, Michael, your mic is now closed, but we can open it. Yeah, I just want to let you guys know I, I'm recognizing who that Michael is now. Michael's my friend who I met in at Daytona Beach on my way back up from Florida last year. And he's a good buddy, he's my mate. So how are you? I am not connected. You're not connected. Hi, Michael. Good to see you to everyone. Oh, that's nice. It's lovely to see you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's a, a, I didn't mean to cut you off because I thought oh. Michael was trying to interact with you. So, thank you for sharing with us, Bindi, and. I hope that you and Michael do have some interactions because you look like an interesting soul. Oh, he's he's very interesting. He might sound a little bit quiet, but he's a, he's a very wise soul and a very beautiful soul, a very kind, loving uh, being. Uh, uh, we had a good few conversations and we went walking along. The yeah, he's a, he's a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> right? Is that the Michael from Florida? Uh, Florida, yes, yes. Oh, hi, Michael. How are you? Cool. Good to see you. That is Lotus. Yeah, he knows me as Betty. Oh, <laughs> right. oh. <laughs> well, we all have so many names now, don't we? <laughs> I know. <laughs> yes, yeah, some good, yeah, because I remember now he was trying to get uh, connected last week. And you, you've done it, Michael. You're here, so it's great to see you. It's really cool that you're here, and uh, yeah, everyone that's here is uh, family. So we're we're glad to glad to see you. Yeah. So do you have a story to share with us, Michael, or any experience, or how has your life changed since you discovered the legal name fraud? I always like asking that question now. <laughs> Or not? <laughs> I don't know if he's got trouble hearing us. Maybe that's the, the thing because we can hear him. Maybe he can't hear us so well. I don't know because his mic's open, so uh, maybe he's not hearing. Oh, okay. I think we're not hearing him. Yeah. He's hearing us. Michael, wave if you can hear us. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, He's kept saying I'm not connected, so maybe he's just not hearing. Uh, but he did hear something because I think he heard me acknowledge that I knew who he was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe he's just he did say he wasn't connected too well, so he said that, and he wrote that in the chat too. So I guess he's just, I mean, I, he probably hasn't been on Zoom before today, so he's doing really well. 
so I'm sure it'll work out as we go along. Oh, uh, Michael, if you can hear me, I'm not sure if you can, but if you go into Zoom, you can, uh, under settings, you can go to audio and just make sure you've got your correct audio turned on because it might be on a default one and um, that will change people's ability to be able to hear you and you be able to hear us. <laughs> so just check audio and video under settings. Settings. Where is the settings button? And the set settings button is the blue. Oh, I don't know if everybody gets that. If they, here's the one that says start with video, start without video. Up there, there's a settings button. You know, when you first come in to join. Oh, well, you, before you come in, but if you're already in, then what? No, if you go in, you go down to the bottom of your screen and you'll see two um, Zoom buttons, one behind the other. If you put your mouse over it, you'll see one that has two yellow boxes and three blue boxes. No, I haven't got that. Okay, I've just got more. Take... I've got more. I've got mute, unmute, all and more. No, no, it's on your taskbar at the bottom. <laughs> oh, there should be. Oh, on that big thing, that big long tall thing. Yeah, that big long tall thing at the top right. <laughs> at the I'm top right. Really right. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually like, okay, oh, thank you. All right. Um, you didn't know the I'm becoming a Zoom expert. Yay. Meetings, contacts, chats. No, under settings, it should be. Oh, yeah, settings at the top. Yeah, on the top, you got general audio and video. Oh, I've got loads of settings now. All right, yeah. I can find it now. So on the left-hand side, there's one that's right under general, there's audio. It, it's the extra panel, though, that's missing that you might not know is even there, unless oh. you're kind of awake like Libby is. <sighs> so I know that one's there, but I always just think it's just annoying. Yeah, no, but that's actually a very important tool. <laughs> it's there. That long skinny one is there. So click on settings and then go to the left-hand side after settings. You'll get general audio, video, recording location. Some of them won't be open to you because it's a free account. But all of us should go there and just check where your audio is. Should say microphone high definition audio device. That would be your computer, and then if you had a headset, that would show up. And your speaker is also there. Wow! All these things I didn't know. <laughs> I've been doing so much Zoom, my goodness, and I still don't know anything about it. <laughs> things to learn. Just play around in there. You can't really uh, do too much damage from what I've seen. Absolutely. And I've discovered I can just switch accounts. So I used to just yeah. close it and then go to my education account or whatever, but uh, you don't even have to do that. Brilliant. Well, there we go. We're learning all these new things. And plus Zoom has actually, for the most part, ended up being more stable. Like we, you know, we're struggling with blog tool radio <laughs> and Skype and all the other, that other bloody thing that's um, blog talk radio took on uh, direct connect and we had all that trouble. And now yeah. When I put the recording onto Blog Talk, it's no problem at all. I just put it on there and I, that's it. And I don't have to think about it again. And next thing I know, it's done it all on its own. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. So all I have to do is upload the MP3 and put it all in and write a bit of blurb and put the photos up and go clicky click and it's done. And, and really what's wonderful about not doing it on YouTube is the fact that we can play good music. It makes yeah. such a difference. I know. 
bet YouTube has got their copyright. Copyright, and then it says, and then they chop them out. So I'm like, we don't need to go on YouTube. No, the visual is just for the participants who are here right now. Our best. So it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, uh, yeah. So what other stories do we have to share? I wonder. Just yeah, does anybody else uh, have any stories to share? Right. Yeah. Well, you know, that's... Hey, a- everybody. It's Hug. Hi. Hug. Yay. How are you doing? Good. Good. Thanks. Lovely to hear you. Likewise. Thanks so much. It's lovely to hear the stories tonight. I was listening to Bindi. I kind of feel a lot about what she was, you know, talking about as far as being around a lot of people. Sometimes it could get hectic, so you need to find that headspace for yourself sometimes. And uh, it was just great to hear from everybody. It's a little colder up here. We did some, sh- like, snow shoveling and plowing and things like that today. We had gotten a little snow last night, so that was cool. And just uh, sending out emails every day and letting people know about the legal name fraud and kind of topsy-turvy out there with all, you know, whatever everything that's going on and stuff like that. But just uh, taking it a day at a time and, you know, had some really beautiful moments too with like uh you know once i can get that time for myself sometimes so it's been uh it's been really cool you know it's been beautiful cool. it's tough to tough to see how you know sometimes we, a lot of the programs we've been gone through and might still be at effect too but it's a, you know it's a a process but at the same time it's beautiful as much as it can be uh sometimes uh a little tough, but it's all, like I said, you take it all in stride, you know? Good for you. That's yep. Yeah, yeah. You can't undo um, it, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can keep fighting whatever comes, but it's a waste of energy. You might as well just go through it. Yep. <coughs> well, especially with the chaos around us, you know, it's, it's hard enough. And it's very easy to be fooled by the um, the spellbinders and the uh, well, the movers and shakers that are in blind panic and basically doing anything that goes and moves. Um, yeah, best thing is to, 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 to keep, keep as clear ahead as possible. And if that doesn't work, then don't fight it because that'll only just you know, like trying to eat through the Gordian knot. You're not going to get there. It's, it's just leave the knot alone. It'll unwind once it's um, choking itself. Uh, it's an entity in itself. My ego it burns out faster than my patience does. So. The way yeah. <laughs> Funny enough, that. <laughs> it's just pure practice. It's um, yeah. You nice tipping point. Some people say it's age. You're mellow. I think that is to a degree true. You've been kicking at doors so long. You know already they don't happen that way. So. <laughs> It takes a while away. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's some longer than others. But um, most, most of it just comes from practice. Yeah. Right. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you much. Um, I did have a cool, like a cool, uh, like, I don't know, I was drifting the other day, and it was kind of like I was looking at the, basically the fence around the pool, and it had the bars, and it was like how we put the, the bars, the bar up, and it's just a matter of us all, like, you know, basically not having those limitations for ourselves, whatever they be, borders, colors, races, sexes, creeds, and different things like that. And the there is, like, a, 
the cat went through the bar and it was just pretty cool. I don't know. I was, it, I've had some good, good drifts and things and moments. So it's been positive as much as just uh, like being around some, you know, um, you know, just, well, family is everywhere, but you know, health concerns and different things like that. People are just going through a lot of stuff right now. So just trying to be patient and positive, like you, you know, I'd mentioned. That's so yeah. important to stay, you know, to recognize that you're the one that's in charge of controlling your emotions and your reactions. So that's excellent that you're you're working that way. Because it yeah. sure can be tested by many, many people. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I can relate to that. And it's uh it's a lesson that um it kinda like when you are in that environment and everything like that you really have to keep love in your heart so that your mind doesn't run away with you because when mind starts to have to tell it to shut up because sometimes you know how we always sometimes i shouldn't say we always but you start to think about the negative and then you have to say no i'm not going down that road I have to stay here where i am right now because the environment is toxic i'm in the toxicity so i'm making the best of it and being my loving self as opposed to being angry or anything like that because it's not going to go anywhere it's just going to make matters worse so i most times just keep my mouth shut yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like becoming a grandparent you have to learn to put duct tape on your mouth because <laughs> anything you say is not going to be appreciated. Nothing except me, even hello could be not the right timing. So <laughs> duct tape is the best uh, you have and a big, big uh, smile in your eyes. Yeah, especially like, you know, being so different from in my ways as far as, and I guess the biggest issue is the food thing. Being in, in my situation with my food compared to all the other food and sometimes i have to go outside because when you haven't been used to smelling cooked food for about 10 years your body when it starts bringing and smelling and taking those smokes into your lungs you can feel it so your voice starts to change and so you know that it's aggravating your lungs and so it's one of those things that it's an adjustment period. And so what I find is that when I go outside, I bring it up. It just comes right up out of me. And I'm like so grateful for that because I'm like saying to myself, that way it's not staying stuck inside. I'm able to take it out. And when I go outside, the air will cause it to come up out. So that I find is a really, really great thing. That's why most times I go out and I walk during the day so that I yeah. can get those um, toxins out of my lungs and everything yeah. like that. So it's a learning experience, but it's a good one because it prepares you for whatever you might have to experience as you go down the road. Yeah, very true. They, they look like insignificant trials, but they're, they're kind of tool, tool creators, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. All tool restorers, the natural ability of your body to clean itself happens. It's just allow it as you trust it and allow it and just walk outside. Yes. That's how basic can be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good one. Keep it simple, basically. That is the simplest way. <laughs> Let nature do her thing. <clears throat> yeah, trust mama. Yep. And the cleansing of, 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 of the vehicle where we're um, hosting at the moment is, is, is a good thing. Keeps the, um, the mind less attached to something, basically. The, the cleaner my body is, the less, e- the less ego has to hang on to. I don't know, I don't know if that makes sense, but there's less shit for ego to complain about basically it's a great way to, to look I'm at so it. healthy I have, you know I've not been ill for three three years straight now I'm basically every now and then from from um, moving or sport, doing sports or you know just keeping physical um, I've pulled a muscle twice I think in those three years and that's about the most physical problem I've had and um um, cold turkeying from complaining about something physical was one thing that I observed very soon after uh, feeling this new freedom and health. I thought, wow, and I, expre- I started expressing myself differently. Like, I'm strong as an ox, I feel healthy, you know. I'm, I'm, how are you? I've never been so fit in my life, man. You know, by saying that, I'm telling my body to be that. And um, that is the biggest clue. And the rest is after that. Living I've got nothing. So, so when I'm in an environment where I might not be able to do what I think is the best choice, the loving, best loving choice for my body or my mind or surrounding at that moment, um, I know that uh, I trust my, me, myself, my body, and well, whatever I need that that won't affect me in the negative way that I would if I would do that 24/7. You know. There's still Wi-Fi all around, but I'm not panicking all the time. Like, because that will make me sick more than the Wi-Fi will. So it's also uh, um, realizing that if I decide thou shall not pass, it won't. And the stronger that belief or that knowing is, it's not believing; it's knowing is the the more effective the natural systems work, and I interact with them. And there's a learning curve there that's very subtle. If you look correctly, yeah, your surrounding mirrors what you need to see anyway. Yeah, good point. Yeah, trust your body, and if you do need to be somewhere where where it wouldn't be your first choice, but you know you have to do there something there or be connect with people, um, you get through it. No worries. Otherwise, you turn into paramedics, and that's not going to help anybody. (laughs) (laughs) That's for sure. The easiest part for me, though, I don't get a complete hermit. That would be cool. <laughs> no, I think I've done that. Actually, I need to. I need a bit of connection every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. Other points of me. It's too much fun. And joy is one of the cool, cool um, alerts in life. Follow it. Yeah. Yes, it certainly does seem to be, um, in my experience, is what you um, 
you know in your heart to be so. I, I know in my heart that I'll always be all right. Whatever happens, whatever may appear to be going wrong, it, it won't be wrong, wrong. It'll just be an experience and I'll be all right. And um, it definitely, I feel that, like you said about, like, I'm in the best shape I've ever been or whatever. Like, if you you keep just um, going with that and expecting it and knowing that's what, you know, you choose, that's what you get. And, you know, instead, if you kind of keep focusing on the, the ills, the ills kind of persist. And uh, I, I just, I, I do find that, that that which you kind of, like, um, choose as long as you you know that that's what you choose that's what you get and it, it can it can really uh there are times when that, that what you you think you're doing doesn't work and I, I feel that's when you've got those limiting beliefs within your subconscious that you're not fully aware of so therefore you're not fully able to prevent those beliefs from taking over because they're very powerful those beliefs and we know that yeah, but you can only get to the root of those beliefs if you take the signals your body is giving you seriously. Yes. So by ignoring them, they'll only grow, and then you'll think, oh, how did I end up with this heart attack? Right. You know? You do all the other 700 signals just passed you by, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, and, and before they're physical, they're, they're emotional. So yes. There's like a whole yes. 50 million chapters before you get ill or have a physical problem. Right. Unless it's acute, you know, like an accident or something. There's, there's something else going on. Yeah, well, then the shock effect was needed. I was trying to look at the context, not just, oh, I, I bung my knee. Now, have a look at the context. What's it done in me? Exactly. You're not even about bunging your knee, you know. It's just nothing to do with your yeah. knee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the pain goes away because you know, okay, it's not my knee. Right, yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, I can easily... Uh, relate to that because of the the physical manifestation I had um, and it was a whole story I've told them umpteen times about the skin it was yeah. my skin it was a message to me that I had emotion mm. that I had to deal with and the only way my being could tell myself to do something about it was to put it on my face and it's such a huge recognition when you have an experience like that Physical, nothing physical could help it. And it wasn't until I did the forgiveness ceremony that it went away altogether and it never came back. Uh, that is just so uh, massive to me to know that is it. The emotional stuff is what causes, it starts with the emotional stuff. And then way later, the physical manifestation comes. Yeah, it even begins mentally because it's, it's, skin is Torah, right? Psy aura, as in um, your psyche is aura, 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 oracle the skin it's the first and last barrier everything starts on the skin and ends in the skin any any disease that uh, go to a doctor with skin disease and they're going to panic because it's the hardest thing to cure because it's the first and last barrier you don't know if it's the beginning of shit or the end of shit <laughs> and uh yeah it's a very cool uh message box our skin yeah, yeah. Yeah, interesting because the dermatologists were absolutely completely flummoxed with me. And that, you know, this is one of the very few times well, I've gone, yeah. <laughs> gone near any of these medical doctors, but they were completely flummoxed by it. And not one thing they did could help me. And no. until I went within and I went to the shaman and, you know, it did take several years, but when, mm. you know, the cause was found 
and it was removed. It was instant, instant, instant healing. Mm. From seven years of this issue on my skin. And within an hour of my doing the forgiveness ceremony, it started to Mm. heal. So it had to leave your liver, did it? (laughs) (laughs) Any any skin problem uh, is is liver related and forgiveness is... Blocks the liver. There you go. Interesting. Well, yeah. you haven't let go of blocks the liver. Huge to to oh. you know all these different lotions and potions and whatever's that you know was was given to me to nothing physical could heal this because it yeah. was a physical problem. Yeah. So it's just fascinating to be able to see that, and when you've had an experience like that, you, you you'll never go back not that I ever do because I, I always knew my body could heal itself but I didn't know what I had to do to help it but having yeah. uh, a really I mean it wasn't a major physical thing but it was it was all over my face for seven years and it was horrible but to to go through that it, it made me grow so much to experience that and have to deal with it and have to go and find the help I needed to help myself to heal myself and then to actually get the experience that you, you know, without a doubt, that these physical manifestations are caused by emotional, mental, whatever, wounding. And until you find the cause and you deal with the cause, you acknowledge it and you let it go, it's not going to Yeah. It's, a, it's about turning the process around, right? When we're ill, we usually run away from it, you know, try and manage the symptoms. But if you turn around and just run for the eye of the storm, you get closer to solving it. Then, then, then. And you have to listen to your body. I mean, your body is the, like you, you indicated earlier, the body is the indicator. Well, body, can't, body can't lie. Yeah, I mean, body can't lie. These, these messages we get in the body that's telling us there's something going on, there's something you have to do. And I was so oblivious to this, this emotional shit that was writhing around my whole entire being. It put it on my face. What better place? This is a place that everyone sees. It's the first thing anyone sees when you, when you meet somebody, the first thing you see is the face. And mm. that was eventually my, my being. It was like, you've got to deal with this shit. <laughs> So I'm going to put shit on your face. And mm-hmm. I had to listen. I had to listen. It got to the point I can't, I can't go through life like this anymore, and I won't. And I was guided to the help I needed until it, it was just, and it was, wow, what, what a great experience. Mm. You know, and, it, you know, it was, a, it was a, not only did I heal my emotional stuff, um, the physical thing, it took me down all the rabbit holes. It took me through. I mean, I was oblivious to anything other than the, the straight and narrow. And then this took me into the spiritual realm. We go into the shaman. And mm-hmm. then from there, I just went on and on. And I started seeing, and instead of seeing down here, I started seeing, you know, all these different things going on around me. And it was, it was my awakening. It's like, it was horrible at the time, but I'm glad I had that experience. Yeah, confronting your own shadow is daunting, but uh, yes, incredibly frightening and like what? And this is weird stuff. I used to say, oh, this is really weird stuff, but I actually quite like it. And on I went, and I never looked back. You know, this is like uh, 2005. I started all this, 
so uh yeah it's been a the fun, most fantastic experience as horrible as it was at the time mm. i wouldn't change it for anything because i'd still be probably just working uh six or seven day week 360 how many days a year or whatever um just working without any other life i see these people around me all the time they have nothing else except the horses and the work and that's all they have and i go to the yeah. barn and i work away and when i have my my day off i come back to have a nice day off i said well of course i did why wouldn't I? <laughs> you know, it's like, what a stupid question. Because <laughs> most people, like, the girl that works at the barn with me, she's she's like, you know, um, she had a day off uh, yesterday and I was at the barn on my own and she's like, if you need any help, just give me a call. I'll come and help. And we're like, you know, only call me if it's a real emergency when it's my day off, you know. <laughs> but she's got nothing else. She'd be quite happy to come to the barn because she's nothing else, you know. And that's what happens. But uh, we're yeah, all aware of yes. what living is now. So, yeah, it's uh, it's quite a, a new perspective to start to realise what's going on and, and, you know, what we can do and, and to make sure we do have some good times and we do enjoy our lives. You know, whatever small little thing it is that's pleasurable, do it. <laughs> I encourage everybody. There's still, oh, I took a day and I, I went and did this and almost like guilty. I'm like, go for it, do it, enjoy it. <laughs> you know? So yeah. I used to be like that. So, you know, yeah. Definitely. I didn't like going out into the forest very close to huge bits of, uh, huge parts of forest here in the Netherlands. And um, um, it's the one that, it's my salvation, basically. There's, <laughs> just go in there, walk or bike ride or take the dog. And I think I haven't hiked as much as the last year and a half than, since I've been here. So that's my uh, reset nice and any time or any day that i just can't get it together for what for whatever reason i just go outside go walk between the trees and just ask mom to go yeah. <laughs> help uh, yeah yeah it's I, was, I, was, I don't want the relationship where it's all take you know it's like a kid that mom <laughs> you can go to to to, to, to gaia but at the same reason you want a dad <laughs> the enemy you know it's it's um I used the term mother but it's more friend. It's a friend you ask for a bit of support and not a mother that you lean on. Nice. You know the new AG, oh yeah, it's just send all your negative energy to the mother earth and she will uh, no, no the fuck. Take care of your own shit. Take care of your own trash, you know? Right. That's the one thing I always had problem with when uh when I was still a bit into the new age thing, there were there, there's bits of it there that are that are useful, and a lot of it's just just you know makeup, uh, outside work. But the whole thing of of depositing your negative whatever for the earth to transmute, I found that uh, rape. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> why why would I uh, would I um, not take responsibility for that myself, transmute it myself, and then I asked the earth how can you suggest do you have suggestions how to recycle this dump <laughs> and then she showed me the bees I, I just summon the bees and they they oscillate whatever energy back to neutral so there's no dumping of anything just recycling it back into nature where it belongs in, in a neutral fashion so it's um you know not a burden doing no harm i think that when that kind of spiritual hygiene kicks in um 
uh, I realized I've noticed that people around me can, can barely tolerate me sometimes when I'm that, you know, uh, on the ball of this bit. Because toxic people don't know what to do around you once you've neutralized it. <laughs> Everything they throw out, magic neutralize it. And just, you know. And after a while they go away, I'm bored. Yeah, yeah. I know, you can't get my energy, you can't hook on, you can't suck, you can't vampire. And I'm not trying to get anything from you, which is the, the second junk part, you know, uh, is not, not what you can get from someone else, but what they can come and, you know, um, what kind of ego dramas they can trigger with you, you know, because I think it's all just an addiction. Um, so, yeah, connecting to nature has a guaranteed loop. Connecting with people is always, yeah, let's see what happens. And, and by creating, by, by forcing at least the neutral part, or forcing, just creating it, um, it's a lot harder for people to, 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 to hold on and beg for more energy because what I've realized is the stronger you're able to stay centered. Um, now, not only do I attract the people that work and who I vibe well with, I will also attract those that are very much hungry for more energy. That's why I say I don't always create what I want. You know, light will attract a moth as much as it will attract a butterfly. So, yeah. So that I had that experience not so long ago. I was talking to a, a young woman, very pleasant conversation, and she was pretty pretty aware of a lot of the uh, the shifts that is going, especially on the world of paper fiction she was she had a pretty good clue of that when I named the legal name for it she said well I describe it differently but I do get the concept you're talking about and then um, after a while a classmate of hers joined tried to join the conversation but she didn't join to uh, join in she joined to see what she could get out of it you know it seemed and then I just just perpetuated that neutral um energy and she just, just basically dropped off, <laughs> slid away and uh, it works better than kryptonite. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's good to, to, to experiment and, and be aware of uh, how you can set a tone. You can, energy, energy will copy the highest vibration around always. So if I feel lower vibrations around me, go for the highest one I can create at that moment. And, uh, yeah, just, it's like uh, putting dishwashing liquid into grease. It's up. Yeah, it's cool. And I'm practicing time travel or uh, not time, um, um, locate traveling, uh, spiritual traveling, made to be. Me and Libby, Libby we're doing that. Yeah. Secret little sideline. Fantastic. Hey? <laughs> it is wonderful. It is experiment. experiment. Yeah, we're not going to sit around wait for some stupid physical spaceship. We're just going to be the spaceship, you know. It's, yeah. it's not about going anywhere anyway. It's about knowing I'm already there and I'm already her. And, yeah. And then, yeah. And now it's an interesting result, right? Oh, oh yeah. Oh. And, and the thing is to, you know, find someone to do it with who you feel compatible with. And again, here's our time zone changes because I, yeah. I'm, I'm going to bed and it's probably three o'clock in the morning for Pindy when I'm going to bed. And so to, to know that it is beyond 
what we know as the time construct, the intention to encounter each other in the ethereal world um, does make for some very interesting experiences. And um, I'm so grateful to have Bindi to do it with. And also that Bindi and I are checking out the cash stuff. Maybe, I mean, I feel that Bindi knows more about the cash stuff um, hands-on-wise because she's been really actively creating beautiful things. And um, and I just had the experience of listening to him for a long, long time <laughs> and trying a few things. But we yeah. both have our own comprehension of it. And so we can, I don't know, there's a freedom of knowing about the plasmatic fields because we did, but not consciously before. And now we can work with yeah. that. Yeah. No, it's, it's just science catching up to the world of effects. And um, for me, the jury's still completely out on whether whether the, the, the tech itself is is going to bring us anything more than just a whole load of fun and experimenting and, and a couple of byproducts. But um, it is linked to the non-physical uh, motion of uh, what physical is basically an imitation of non-physical, right? Or a con congealing consolidation of uh, a spiritual, the cause. And um, if there's no here or there, <laughs> traveling somewhere should be in and possible in a astral mental way I've always been able to travel outside the outside the body when I'm sleeping everybody does that I think to a degree it is also a program um, but I'm starting to figure out the difference it's very slight it's just like basically in you know like daylight consciousness the false layer over the natural one is is almost identical to the natural one so it's um, Sailing on intuition to to figure out when you've got which one. No, it's a bit hard to explain, but uh, it's a bit like pie and pie. Yeah. <laughs> one's the one's the 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 hijack overlay. And uh, go ahead. And 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 um, there's there's a way of 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 integrating and 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 being able to discern the difference between. Um, Visualizing, fantasizing, and actual traveling, or the, or the, the moving from A to B. I just use the literal words because it's hard if you can't describe it without them. Um, but words are just a signpost and not at the actual thing I'm describing. So there's always a discrepancy there. Um, yeah, so they were done with words. Oh, yeah, can't wait. <laughs> and that's why I went practicing this because this is where it is all supposed to lead you know the the, the whole experience of having a body and all it's, it's a very interesting one but there are so many other ones we're having at the same time and um i'm aware of quite a few of them but nowhere near a lot all and uh i find it interesting that i'm meeting people that have a similar angle of view on the perspective on, on this and i don't need to explain it that's why it was good to work with Libby because we started talking one day about all this and all of a sudden said, well, dump, dump the literal coils and the copper. And blah, blah, blah. I think they're trying to explain this and this and this and this. And then, yes, exactly. And, oh, thank God. <laughs> Someone who can get their head into the multidimensional space and not just the literal physical 3D here. And, yeah. We did a really but, great experiment yesterday uh, in the Cash Group teaching class which was um, 
we created a plasma field, a plasma bank. And uh, it's a Polish group that started it and they've been doing it mm. nightly. And everybody comes to the Zoom room and they they focus on this plasma bank and they just send it love and peace and, and joy and whatever other energy they want to fill the bank with. And um, so we did that for three minutes. And then uh, I recognized that there was a block um, because you're sending unconditional love, but it was kind of like, I thought, wow, my neighbor, my neighbor that took my car, <laughs> I'm st wasn't, still wasn't at peace with him. I'm, you know, I was still sending really charged thoughts about him and I really wasn't feeling loving in any way, shape or form towards him. And I realized, oh, there's a big block there. And I better remove it because I had no intention to ever talk to him again. Not like gone, be out of my life, gone. And um, but that I saw was just another energy form that I still was going to uh, need to process. And so right after that that morning class, I almost called. I thought about calling, and then I thought, well, I'll just sit and send him to it telepathically. And then I thought, no, no. He won't receive this. So you do make the call. And it was fairly early. It was our lunch hour, which is 8 a.m. And, um, but he was there. And I was able to uh, apologize to him because I knew I was sending negative energy to him. I still felt that it was rightfully so. But I could let it go now because, you know, I haven't had a car and I haven't had anything. And I'm still okay. I'm still alive. And I know I had heard that he was suffering from deep depression. And I thought, well, yeah, with all the actions that he's done, he, he would be getting a lot of shit coming back on him. And so I don't actually have to do anything about that. Creation takes care of it for me. I can still um, re uh, remove myself uh, from these thoughts I have and, and anger I have and, and just let it dissipate and i tell you after i made that call i felt so much lighter uh, so much lighter and so i was really grateful that i had been spurred on by a plasmatic field bank a plasmatic bank in the center of a zoom screen helped me see something i needed to work on and i think this is the stuff that we all have to remember that each and every one of us has a huge soul and our soul is our higher self and if we're full of any kind of energy that's not beneficial to the collective and ourselves, it is going to eat away at us in one way or the other. And uh, letting go of that was very helpful. Michael, are you trying to call us? I see you on screen. There's a phone. Excuse me? Yay! Okay, you're live. Yay, you I don't, I'm not hearing well. Oh, you know, I, I'm on the telephone, yeah. and the telephone somehow is, it, well, it got clear enough. I've been trying to clear it up. I didn't know if I could, because it's a regular telephone. And, uh, but I've been pressing uh, little dials here and there, and now I pressed headset instead of telephone, and it seems to be a little clearer now. Oh, good. We can hear you, Crystal yeah. Fair. That's awesome. That's really fantastic. That's, that's really beautiful. Uh, let me see now. I got the, my computer is really uh, 
I really need to get on with another computer. But not now. Can you hear us better now? Yes, I can. Yeah, I can hear you. There may be a volume control on your phone, too, your actual physical phone. Yes, I had to put it on low. I had it on high, yeah. a high frequency, and I uh, put it down to low, and then I switched it from telephone to headset, and I'm on the telephone, but it seems to be I'm able to hear a little bit better right now. And we can certainly hear you a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> I can't yep. believe I can't believe what I had to go through to to, to do this because I'm uh, I'm I'm not uh, computer illiterate uh, really. I'm just you're becoming. Yes, yes. I guess you're right. Yeah. <laughs> it took us all. I mean, I struggled with headsets and everything for years, and I still right. don't have a good headset phone. So I, it actually seems to be better without a headset. Your diligence paid off, Michael. It's good to hear your voice. Right. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it took, it you want took to a... hear some stuff with us, Michael? Do you have um, no, no, not really. I just wanted to hear the hear 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 the show on what you guys were because generally you got a guest and uh, and 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 you know you got a whole uh, thing going on and then you got call-ins. No, but I wasn't really prepared for anything. I'm just glad that I that I'm able to hear y'all. <laughs> and so are we. I'm gonna ask you the same question though, Michael. How has your life changed since you discovered the legal name fraud? Since I've been what? Discovered the legal name fraud. I didn't understand that last part. How has your life changed since you discovered the legal name fraud? Since I discovered the legal name fraud. Uh, I don't know that it's changed very much at this point. Okay. Yeah, I really don't know that it's changed very, very much at all. I know, uh, I don't know that my life has changed very much at all in all directions, really. Okay. Fair enough. You know, I wanted it to change, and uh, it started off with Arthur and Fiona and Jabba, you know, and, uh, but uh, I'm, I'm here. I'm just, I'm here, and, uh, and, and, and well, I'm doing, the, I'm, I'm doing pretty good, though. That's great. Well, I'm glad you joined us. I've heard about you. And now I get to see you, so I'm very thank glad. You. Yeah, thank you, thank you very much. Yeah. I've been, I've been, uh, I've been, I've been watching you on uh, Just Us Radio until we got this new. Well, to me, it's a new thing, you know. Uh, right with the Zoom. Yeah, I've just been listening to the to the program when I catch it when when Jilly sends me a nice reminder, which is so awesome. <laughs> You know, and she's always she's always right there. And sometimes I'm really not on the computer, so I don't catch it uh, exactly. But the last few times I've been catching it, and it's been really nice. I've been catching all Julie's uh, uh, Julie's uh, uh, messages, which has been really super cool. <laughs> He's always very kind and likes my poems and stuff like that. So that's cool. Yeah, I always appreciate that. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. It's good to, good to have all our friends around and uh, we're all there to support each other and encourage each other. So that's. Uh, mm-hmm. nice. Right. I really haven't done anything as far as the, the name change uh, at all. Yeah. You know, it's uh, right now it's pretty hard for me to do almost, almost anything. Yeah. Uh, well, I'd like to, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'd li- I really like to, but uh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta survive too. You, you guys, survive, are, yeah. Yeah, you guys are doing really great, you know. But yeah. you're intense enough. Right. For starters, first step is intense, and you know that um, you're not a name, right? So that's, well, that's done and dusted. But have you been able to make heads or tails about what we've been talking about today? I caught dribs and drabs. In fact, I'm going in and out because my hearing is not good also. Right. And I'm not catching it all. uh, I'm not catching the whole conversation. Okay. No worries. uh, It's good to have you here. Yeah, it's the phone. It's the phone. It's a magic jacket that that I'm on. I guess if I got... uh, if I got Skype or something with the with the headset, it would be much better. Sure. For my hearing. Sure. Yeah. Oh well. You know what to materialize then. A <laughs> headset. Well, have you got the the, the kit? Oh, never mind. <laughs> Thanks. Good to have you on board, and uh, we'll just uh, keep going. I see. I'm, I'm I'm not catching the conversation. Yeah, no worries. It's all right. Yeah, it's good to have you there. Just your energy here is good. Uh, I I got to tell you guys. Um, Michael and I had some really great conversations, and you know, we went for nice walks along the beach and stuff, and we went for breakfast. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, I stopped stopped by there maybe just to kind of you know break up my uh, trip, and I ended up staying an extra whole day because we had some great conversation. And he's a beautiful soul. You can see that by his, his big smile. You know, he's a, he's a really, really beautiful soul. So, and now, you know, maybe he doesn't hear everything, but he's all good intent. Yeah. And like you said, he's, he's, um, he's, he's listens to uh, Fiona and um, Arthur a lot and Jabba. They're all kind of on the same. He, he wasn't actually full force into the legal name fraud like the rest of us. I do remember when I went there, I had thought that I'd met him through this and it wasn't, it was more just like a Facebook friend going down the rabbit holes, being aware of stuff, but he wasn't ever kind of at the Emerald table or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So that was why he wasn't sort of so full force, but he's aware of it. He, you know, like if he knows what um, Fiona and Arthur's stuff is, he knows what we're talking about. And he, he in fact, he, he was going to at one point go to Australia and it didn't work out. He wants to go and uh, you know join the kingdom, uh, yeah. do that sort of stuff. Uh, but you know it didn't work out, so he's hanging in there in Florida and just you know probably a bit like you, Libby, getting a bit of help from the. the um, I, I will reiterate to anyone listening now or in the future: don't get rid of your ID. Don't do it. You need it to survive in this world. It's too hard without it. So, Michael, I don't blame you at all. <laughs> I have great respect for you, and those of us that I got a good listen. I got a good life. I would have loved to give it up, 
and and have joined uh, and uh, have joined uh, Arthur and Fiona, really. Yeah. And then I would have been able to give up everything, which would have been, uh, which would That's have been so. Uh, uh, oh, I know, I know, and I was ready. I started. Get, I started emptying my apartment. I started emptying everything, from the dress books to, to everything. And then all of a sudden, I got. Uh, I came across. Uh, I have, I've got a cat, and I've got to. I've got to take care of her. Him. Oh, it's a very cool cat. Yeah, he really. Yeah, yeah. And now he's not cool because we got a dog in the neighborhood, and I'm afraid the dog will kill him. So I can't let him out no more. Oh, no. But, yeah. That's a shame. Yeah, so I got to leave him in the house, and he cries. He's he's oh. going through the DTs right now, but he's oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He he he's gonna he's gonna have well, I have to adapt though. And it's been uh, about eight or nine days now that he's been in the house, and he still hasn't adapted. Completely. Well, you know, most cats will outdo a dog any day. Just so you know, <laughs> most cats. Oh, he's been he's been so awesome. He really is. I mean, he comes to me, I would let him out, and I can call him, and he would come. Yeah, but he would go guy. over to all the neighbors' houses, too, which yeah. was cool because he, I mean, he got to love all the other people, too, which was I thought was great. Yeah. You know, I, I even thought I was going to lose him because they were treating him so good. Yeah. And that was all right, too, because, if you know, if I, because he's the one that really kept me here at my house. <laughs> <laughs> Cats twenty two. Well, it's true, you know. You know, I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't. I, I just couldn't give them to anybody. And uh, I, uh, when I wanted, when I and nobody wanted to take him, so I got. Uh, so I'm sort of glad too, because he's been a he's been a joy. He's been a complete joy. I do love animals. They are uh-huh. amazing. Yeah. Or cat twenty two. <laughs> cat twenty two. Yeah. Well, yeah. Animals, oh, I'm always sucker for animals too. If anything can, can sabotage whatever I'm doing, just bring in an animal. And I'll... Yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to even fly him out there, but you know, he's got a, he, really, he's got a, he's got a tag, but he's got, he was a rescue cat that uh, the, the woman that gave it to another person uh, has got all timers and she, and she's been rescuing cats for a long time. And I couldn't get his uh, his uh, his shots because he's had all his shots. He's had even a chip put in him, which I didn't like. Which uh, they lied to me and they told me there there wasn't a chip in him, but there is a chip in him. And I even wanted to take it out, I, you know, to take the chip out. But I I couldn't fly him without papers, and I, there was no way I could get papers. Otherwise, I would have flew. I would we would have both flew out there. <laughs> Okay, he's a great cat. <coughs> do they have a quarantine quarantine uh, period in Australia? Do you know, Bindi? I would imagine there would be. Yep. That's I, would imagine, that I, would... I would imagine there would be at least a couple of week uh, quarantine. Yeah, six, six weeks to for for uh, depends on. That would be that. That would be yeah. That would be pretty horrible too. Yeah, if we had, had to stay six weeks. Three to six, depending on the type of animal, I think. But yeah, yeah. But do you want to do that to an animal? You know, dogs in Hawaii have to be quarantined for four months. Yeah, there you go. Wow. 
That's a long time. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's too long. No, it's, it's too been long. like that for England too. Like with six months yeah, longer because yeah. I didn't have any. Yeah, somebody was saying because I had all my papers and everything, and I had uh, the visa to go there and everything, and uh, it just it just uh, it just didn't materialize for me. Uh, but it will, it you know. It'll. it'll yeah, I'm. I'm sure of that. I'm sure it's. It's. Uh, Keep holding uh, the vision. Yeah, I'll make something materialize. There you go. When we brought the dogs back from Mexico in 2008, and we come to um, the American border, they came through no problem, and they came um, through the Canadian border, no problem. They belly cha- uh, chain shackled, you know, the hubby there and took him. But the two dogs, they, they, they came no problem, went through both borders, uh, right. not holding them at all. But I think it all depends on who's there. Yeah. Yes. And which continent flying is different. There's, yeah, totally no quarantine between Canada. You got paperwork sometimes that's needed, but between yeah. it's usually the UK and Australia and many of the other um, prison maybe, states. Yeah, the British states. Yeah, Island, mm-hmm. islands like you know Hawaii. Uh, Lotus was saying you know, um, and like England, it was good six months, but now they've got the chips. If they've got the paperwork and stuff, it's much shorter. But um, because they didn't have rabies in England or Ireland, there was a big quarantine situation. Yeah. So. Hmm. so, so now, so right now, I'm resolved to the uh, to the states, and and right now, and uh, uh, you know, I haven't seen anything. I've been uh, well. I've been only on the on the computer with just uh, uh, just handpicked friends. And uh, and so far, the only thing that has really come up was Colorado, and it's Ubuntu, and I rather, and I don't know how great that how I, it sounds great, but uh, winters are fierce over there. The what? Win- winters are pretty severe in Colorado. That was one thing put me off Colorado. Mm. Yeah, there's a few things that uh, that are going on, but I don't know that I wanna I wanna jump into anything unless it's. It, it, almost exactly like uh, a kingdom. Wow. Oh, cool. I stick to go, getting to the kingdom. Don't let the cat stop you. <laughs> right. It's just a distraction. It's just there to give you a way out. Of your own. <laughs> Any cat's mm. not there to keep you there. To distract you. Yeah, I'm not hearing well again. Uh-huh. <laughs> I said I wasn't hearing well again. Yeah. No worries, you'll get there. Oh, I know. I know. I got. I, I got no. Uh, uh, I got no doubts about it. It, it, it definitely, yeah, you know, it'll definitely materialize. There you go. Go for it. Yeah. So. We all are looking for community. I, I, the word "kingdom" still turns my. my well, that, that turned me on immediately, and it's been quite a while now. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's been it's been it's been uh, it's been a while, and uh, and it just it just resonated so well with me uh, that I that I gave up uh, 
I threw I threw three quarters of my stuff out at the apartment over here. I just I just got rid of it. You ready to go? Oh, I was I was uh, I was excited. I had uh, bags packed packed, and there wasn't going to be much either. I was going to go there with a minimal of everything. Yeah. Well, turn it around. Start packing again, and then the solution for the cat will materialize because you're telling the right. universe, I'm going instead of I'm waiting for an opportunity. No, you're creating it. <laughs> there you go. Make it happen. The distraction. Yeah. 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 Uh, and uh, well, no, well I, I just developed other problems too. I got uh, breathing problems right now. Right. Yeah. Well, it depends. Which part of Australia would you go to? Because you're in Florida, right? So don't go. I believe it would be, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it would be uh, New South Wales, and I think it would. Yeah, you would fly into Sydney. Yeah. And uh, they're about an hour and a half or two hours away, which which they would pick you up. Yeah. Well, that's good because if you yeah because Florida is probably hard on the breathing because of the humidity and well. well it just it just happened just recently too I was I was doing some work uh, it started off with a, with a neighbor I started doing he asked me to help him and I started helping him and uh, it turned out to be a never ending thing uh, right. and 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 I really couldn't do it but I don't know I just felt obligated and I kept doing it. And my breathing got uh, worse and worse. Uh, and now, as I go, just go upstairs, and I go up to there and just stretch, and I'm out of breath. And I come downstairs, and if I get excited, even on the even on the telephone, I, I get uh, I'll start breathing heavy, and sometimes I get out of breath, just just getting excited, just getting passionate in what I in in, in the way I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like a hysteric reaction to too much. Yeah. Well, but been, no. Yeah, but I've been walking walking the beach when I when I feel like I used to walk every day. Now I walk only when I feel like, and I got to feel up to it uh, where it's where it's really easy, and I get yeah. a lot of sun. You know, I get a lot of sun. I'm eating raw, and I'm doing a few things just to. Uh, just uh, just to maintain. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, take care of your health first, and then you can move around better. That's true. Yeah. And maybe we'll all be teleporting in a few weeks. Oh yeah. Who knows? <laughs> make make packing and going through borders so much easier. <laughs> I feel it's been good. It really has been good, even with the. Because I even when I was able to work, I was able to work, and I was able to work at my own pace for a good couple of hours at my own pace. The minute I got out of my pace, that's when I started. That's when I couldn't do. But I pushed myself. I pushed myself an awful lot, uh, and I still and I'm used to pushing myself, which is a bad thing. Yeah, that, it doesn't work, does it? Yeah. But I am taking it completely easy. No, 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 nothing. Uh, and uh, just uh, just in, enjoying the beach and the sun right now. Uh-huh. And there's been there's been a, a lot of nice days. It's January, I don't know, twenty fourth, and uh, it's been a nice January here. Good. Are you too? Uh, 
Excuse me? Dolly, are you, or Michael, are you close to where Dolly is? Or, or Am I close to what? Where Dolly is? What part of Florida are you in? He's, he's just on the beach. Oh, okay. So he's yeah, I'm only, I'm only a, 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 a couple of miles from the beach, and I'm right on the inter, intracoastal of the oh. river. Yes, oh, nice. Ooh. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I I just get on the on the either the motorcycle or the car, and I if it's cold, I get on the car, and I uh-huh. just you know I don't otherwise if it's warm, uh-huh. yeah, I'll get on the motor the little motorcycle, and I'll go there, and I and I'll walk I'll walk for about four miles. I'll take it and I rest in between, and just get uh, taking all that sun, which is beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's a few few hours north of where I'm at. It's like uh, I don't know, it's like four or five hours north of where I'm at. So yeah, Florida is large. Oh, yeah, bigger, yeah. Than, bigger than Italy. Flipping ridiculously large. Uh-huh. It sounds like it's it bigger than Italy. Oh, <laughs> bigger than Italy. Wow. Is it? Wow. Is it? Yeah. I always know when we're driving down. Big garden. I didn't hear what you said. I was just saying, um, like, when you're driving from New York to Florida and you reach Florida, you're like, yeah, I'm in Florida. And then, like, you know, six or seven hours later, you might finally get to where you're going. Because it's it's a long way. When you hit Jacksonville, you've got a long way to go to get to West Palm Beach, which is where, you know, we're out down here. So it's Um, a a good bit. Because I did stop there. I stopped at... um, Orlando first, and then I stopped off at Michael's. I didn't get there till the evening that day, so it was quite a few hours uh, further up. You know, Daytona Beach is a good halfway up, or it's quite a bit further north there. I know. Sounds a lot like Queensland. The only way you know you're in Queensland is when the humidity wall hits you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. In Florida, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, it, and he was just saying it's been lovely today. It was nice. I even had to use my chapstick today, and I'm like, that is a good sign. Because <laughs> usually it's just so humid, you just don't need anything. You don't need any lotion, nothing, because it's so fucking humid. And I hate it. But uh, yeah. it's been lovely the last uh, little while. January is the best hope here, actually. So I'm 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 lapping it up, and it's been a, what they call cold here, which is like what ten degrees Celsius. It's cold, you know. I'm like, this is not cold. This is nice. <laughs> <laughs> We're ten below that still. Right? Yeah, I bet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, most of the time it's, it's like quite nice. and it's sunny, and it's you know, I'd rather have a couple of degrees of frost and sun than yeah, rainy and and like on the bone chilly. It's yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree with you one hundred percent. It's like when I was in uh, New York, um, it would be. Uh, oof, minus 10, minus 20 Celsius, even lower. But if it, the sun was shining, I was good. I have no complaints here. I'll take it. Uh, dry, sunny, cold. But that's okay. It's better than the wind and rain of flipping England and Ireland. <laughs> and like, you know, 10 degrees, it would be there and you'd be fucking frozen. Whereas, you know, in minus 10 and sunshine, you'd be like, I'm good, dressed right, good to go. So, uh, but yeah, this humidity, it's like killer when you, when we get those days, oof, I, I can keep going, but I'm like sweating buckets literally all day. So I'm like, <laughs> and I might wipe my face off with a, a paper towel and it's like black, you know, <laughs> all the fucking crap in the, in the barn. So, uh, 
But anyway, it's all part of what I do, so it's okay. Mm. Don't complain, I just observe. Long live the shower. <laughs> yeah, I gotta love the shower when I get home, yeah, that's for sure. It's like, <laughs> my, my ankles are like black <laughs> when I get home. So, yeah. It's either yeah. dusty and dry or... Oh or yeah, dusty and you're sweaty, so everything just sticks to you. you know? <laughs> stay, yeah. yeah, it really is. But, uh, you learn to... I tolerate the muck and shit and dust for the for working with horses any day. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's it's worth it. It's okay, and you know, it's actually nice. Um, we've got nine horses in our in our barn, and uh, I chose the. Well, I ended up. I, I suppose I chose them, but um, the others kind of ended up with us. I, I got the two I like the best, so to look after. Good. And yeah. one of them's Martha's horse, and he's her sort of little pet. And I really like him too. And then there's this other horse that belongs to a girl who doesn't appreciate him at all. She doesn't come very often, thankfully. But I really like him. I really, really, he's a really cool little guy. He's very quiet. He's very apologetic. And I'm like, no, it's okay, it's okay. You're good, you're good. Don't have to apologize. Everything's fine. He's very sweet. <laughs> and he, he, he likes me because I, you know, I'm, I'm really kind to him and I really appreciate him and I acknowledge him and I tell him what a nice boy he is. And he's, he's the sweetest, nicest boy. So um, it's very cool because, um, yeah, I've, I mean, I like all the horses in the barn, but these two are my favourites, so I get to kind of take care of them. I took uh, Shami yeah. to the show today, and I walked him over to the show, and I walked him back, and Martha gave him a little bit of jumping over there, and it was great. It was a nice day. So, uh, yeah, they're good. They're, they're a good bunch of horses. It's, uh, you know, they, they do their job, and they're happy with how they live, and it's okay. So, yeah. Just have to acknowledge them all, and, and 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 that's the great thing that people I'm working with. They really, you know, they do recognise them as being living beings. And um, the other side of the barn is uh, an international rider, uh, although she's sort of one of the your backyard international riders, you could call her. Um, she's only got one. Well, she's two that jump the big jumps, but she's a really nice, nice young woman. And she she treats them like her friends, not like machines. Like some of the top riders, I treat them a bit like machines. She's very much she she's she one of the horses um, is a stallion, a white stallion, and he's her own. And she's riding past me today, and she said, "Isn't he the most most handsome horse you've ever seen?" I said, "He is." <laughs> she did really smile. It was really sweet. So yeah, there's a lot of nice nice people around. Like I say, you know, I I seem to encounter the really cool nice people. Yeah. Well, there's horse people, and then there are trophy people, right? Right, exactly. There's some people that are just in it. You know, there's a sport bitches that have got the million dollar horse, but it's not good enough for them, and they're crying because it didn't. You know, he stopped at the jump or whatever because they didn't ride it right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah tantrums they happen but they don't happen near me because I, I i know it goes on but i don't experience it i i've got lots of really nice people around All yeah the- you've got the best bit in the stables yeah. and we're, we're in a good place because we're like i say 20 minutes walk to the showground so and we've we know we rent this nice barn and so although we're close to the showground we're not at it so we get to be able to like we call it home and then we go to the showground and we either go there and back or we've got some stalls over there in the tents. And sometimes the horses will stay there a couple of days while they're showing. But then we get to go home again. <laughs> and it's nice, you know, it's not yeah. like home, home, like up north where they've got huge fields here. They've got little tiny fields, but, you know, they get to kind of hang out and have a reasonably, reasonably nice life. So it's all, cool. you know, the people are cool. And yeah, it's nice. 
And so. is it all show or do you do the, the you know, like the cross country runs and stuff? Uh, well? Where we're at, it's all show. You know, my other world, you know, we could have done, we did some of that stuff up north, but um, where in Florida, you know, for this season, it's all, uh, well, where we're at, uh, but there's polo going on around us, there's dressage going on around us, there's just not any eventing around us that I know of anywhere around here. Um, uh, it's jumping, hunt, you know, hunt, show hunters, which is another. Uh, competition I really um, like uh, but yeah they said the polo is big around here it started as polo around here and then um, yeah, like I say there's dressage and there's uh, a lot of the jumpers so it's, it's a bit massive showgrounds with like I don't know 12 15 rings or, you know a show it's a lardy then eh <laughs> oh gotta tell you it's big and it's like you know the ma- and the amount of money that's spent on the horse barns like the barn alone that we we rent um but i mean some of them like they look like you know palaces and like uh, uh mansions and whatever you're like oh that's a nice building and no that horses live in there i mean it, 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 there's hundreds of them and they're just everywhere i mean it's crazy the amount of money that is in this one little location of oh i, re- I remember a, a friend from school her, her father was a professional jockey here in the netherlands and the, the trailer they they'd uh, drive the horses around in compared to the tent he slept in was just like, <laughs> yeah dead enough yeah 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 there's so much uh so much money attached to it but uh yeah, yeah. A, they, they they looked after a while for the most part you get a few that are a bit sort of like you know used as machines but for the most part most of the people really love their horses so yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah a bit, bit, it's kind of a bit overboard, isn't it? <laughs> yes, some of it is overboard. Some of it first, is but it's an understatement, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, and still there's a, a beauty to the whole horse thing, but yeah, just some you know, of it, like, it would be nice if we'd, we'd invited the horses to cooperate with us and then let them go and like. Once, you know, once they've done their thing, you let them go. And then, yeah, and if you could, it would be great. They would be, they'd, be, they'd be coming back and say, where's, where's my dinner? What am I doing? I want to come in. I don't have the flies, you know. The horse is mm-hmm. like, you could say, well, just go out and stay out. And they'd be like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to come in. Because <laughs> they're so used to their routines, you know. So it's uh, it's a case of like having to um, keep them in their routines because they literally uh, even up north where you've got big acreage and you throw them out in the field and they say well off you go and then it comes a certain time oh i'm a dinner now so they want to come in you know they don't want to be out and be free so yeah. you know they're, they're conditioned they're programmed and that's the way it is unfortunately it takes time you can deprogram them but it takes quite a bit of time to do that so. i give a wild animal like a, a, a bit of food in your backyard and it's there, there yeah. it's like it's regular food man if you can get rid of the survival program yeah 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 that, how do you think we've become such eager slaves mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we like the comfort zone right yeah we do add something to it yeah it's quite interesting isn't it when you see it all comes down to the like comfort and food and all that sort of thing that's what yep. everybody wants the animals will do anything for food it's kind of interesting Eventually, yeah. what that program is. It's quite fascinating when you can observe it from a distance. Yeah. And animals know they have got nowhere to go anyway. So I, re- I realised that when I was working on one of those uh, kitty pet farms um, close to Rotterdam, quite a good one actually. And uh, I remember one of the farm ladies telling me, she said, well, do you know why these cows are here? I said, yeah. 
as they choose to be. Because if they just kicked twice, the whole shed would come down. You know, if, if three of them kicked backwards, the whole shed's kindling. So that, the illusion that they've been held here by a building is bullshit. So yeah. they're here because um, they've something in them for it. There's something in it for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There might not be the one obvious thing we think, like food and stuff. That on the physical layer, yes. Well, on the spiritual level, a cow is not what we're looking at. <laughs> right. There's something else going on there. Way something else. Mm-hmm. A lot of animals. There's a lot of animals that communicated that, yeah, you're looking at me, looking at this fuzzy thing, but um, over in this dimension, uh, come meet me uh, when you leave your body and I'll show you what I look like. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. So why show up on this planet looking like a fuzzy wuzzy with teeth and you know claws. Well, because and then basically all to to, to, uh, to set the stage perfectly for humans here to realize that they are not the physical body. Right. Yes. They can use it here as a vehicle, but that's it. Yeah, and having that recognition is it takes your whole different um, view of what's going on here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got this very naive idea that we've got Animal Kingdom figured out. Nah, I don't Way beyond us. Horses too. Oh, what they tolerate from humans. Oh, I, I, I recognise that with horses. Um, like Chippy was the one that he told me that the only reason I could put the bridle on him was because he allowed me to. Yeah. There's no way in the world I would be putting that bridle on him unless he suggests I can and there was, you know, there's the story when he said no. Um, but yeah, I really recognise that in a way. They do all this stuff. They allow us to do but, Yeah, exactly. And if you know that and recognise that, um, they will allow you to do a whole lot too. I remember a friend of a school friend a long time ago, they said, yeah, we've uh, come home to, to her house I think it was a study date or something. She said, two Rottweilers. She said, yeah, Dad keeps them a bit false, this and that and the other. So don't do this. Said, Shh. Uh-uh. I've already told the dogs to uh, calm down. I'm only coming in and there's your friend. Yeah, but they're going to kick off you, see. And, but they didn't. <laughs> they didn't kick off. Because I'd um, basically already communicated. And uh, the, cl- the clue is that if, if you take an animal serious, it will take you serious. But if you see it as this hierarchy on below you, it's not going to even try and communicate or even cooperate with you. Right. That's the fun. What that's different between wild, wild, with wild animals. A lot of wild animals will come close to you if you're calm, relaxed, and just you know enjoy its company. But if you're there, pissed off, having a picnic, and just been bitten by ants, and uh, <laughs> animal kingdom's going to cooperate to work you out of the forest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I've enjoyed my um, interaction with horses since I've been more aware of all of what you're talking about. And, you know, I'll say to them very specifically, thanks for making that easy for me or thanks for helping me out with that. Or I'll acknowledge them more than like before it was just like, you know, I'm making you do this and you've got to do this and you've got to do that. I very much acknowledge them and thank them for their cooperation and kindness to me. And uh, it, it's really nice to be able to do that, to be able to see that that's how it should be, that I should be 
uh, very much in acknowledgement and appreciation to them for all that they will do and be in when they make my job easier or anything like that. I'm like, oh, thanks for making that. Thanks for being you know, helpful with that or whatever it was. And I, I'll often do that now. And I didn't used to before I was awake myself. So it, it's very um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's I'm, an interesting yeah, world around. I'm actually, I'm actually having um, an experience now, right now, for the winter, uh, with a couple flies, and it's it, it's so strange. We're we have a little shed. It was some type of industrial shed, and it's got like these um, long pipes coming out of the ceiling, and um, early in the winter a couple butterflies had dropped out of there and they were still alive, but we didn't realize what they were trying to tell us at the time. Then within a couple of weeks, a couple flies started showing up and they were walking around. And the one actually we've tried a few times, he's got his leg tangled with one of his wings and he, so he can't fly. They come to us. They come to us for water. That's what the butterflies needed. So what I did was I rolled up a little bit of um, toilet paper and I stuck it in the dog's water. And I just held it in front of the fly and he just jumps on the water and we set it on the table and he drinks away and then the one will fly and the one will walk around and they'll disappear for, you know, maybe a few days and then they're walking around by our feet again. We can, after they start flying, they can be on the ceiling. We can hold our fingers up to the ceiling and they hop on our fingers. And they've become these little friends that we, you know, if there's food on the plate, we'll let them have a little drink and then we'll, you know, put them on the plate and they'll eat the crumbs and and play with the crumbs there and do what have you. And then they disappear for a few days and then they come back when they need our help. And we're able to you know, get some paper wet for them and put them back on there and they drink away and then they're flying, they get some energy and away they go. It's really interesting how these two little flies trust us so much that they look forward to coming to, and that's what they do. They walk by our feet. It's like they feel some type of vibration and they know where we are and they start to walk around where we're, our feet are. We're really worried they're going to get stepped on. So we're we're always looking for them and watching for them if we haven't seen them for a couple of days because they start to, you know, walk around and crawl around. And then we go and get them and gather them up and they say, give them some water and they off they go. They fly around in there for a while and then they go quiet. You know, it's like they go to sleep for a few days. They're wore out. <laughs> it's really interesting. It's really interesting. You don't need paperwork for them if you want to travel, do you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think yeah. it's great, Ra, that you're, it's a great lesson for the grandchildren to see that everything is precious, including the fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And we didn't pay attention to the butterflies, but I, I, I'm guessing if we would have, you know, paid attention and give the butterflies, we would have had a couple of butterflies in there all, all winter too. They would have, you know, they oh, just okay. would have needed, they would have needed, uh, you know, some water. Through a bit of, of honey mm-hmm. for, the, for the butterflies, they'll survive on honey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but mm-hmm. some of the oldest totems in the world are flies, spiders, and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's really interesting. It's a sweet relationship that we have, <laughs> these two little flies. Oh, it's amazing when you can make have relationships from, from the insect world because we certainly goes against our, our, our training, our indoctrination. And when mm. you recognize they can feel, they are willing, they do have emotions, they do, you know, and it's their own, there's nothing to do with ours, but they're living beings. It makes such a world of difference to, to recognize that. And exactly. Children, yeah. and your grandchildren. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, we yeah. had a lovely experience here the other day. There's a mouse in the bathroom. And uh, um, my roommate, Jeff, who, you know, is a guy, most most guys you see a mouse they want to get rid of it and and he didn't and he he realized it wasn't going to hurt anything and we haven't seen him since but he left it alone there was no talk of a mouse trap or a cat or any of that and it was wonderful to see the growth um because mm-hmm. it's not your typical reaction to having a mouse in the bathroom or your house so mm-hmm. it's very very cool yeah. yep it's interesting. Now it's about. Oh, it is eight thirty or eight thirty my time. So I know we're officially almost over here. Does anybody else do want to jump in before we we call it a day? Because I do know my sister had a very long day, and I had a very very long. And you've day. got your shorter sleep, and you've got to get started early again, right? I do. Yeah, it's one of the reasons uh, doing Tuesday nights is not right. ideal for me because I've yeah. got that wintry wake up call. Right. But uh, I am so thrilled to have had Bindi on and Mia. So, yeah, I'm more than willing to at least do it once, if not twice a month, depending on how it all unfolds and how your life unfolds. And um, But I'm, I'm grateful we did it. So thank you, Bindi, for asking for that. Yes. Uh, yeah, no worries. I just thought I could, could, I could just throw up a ball and see you who hits it back, you know. Exactly. It was, you know, if you don't ask or suggest, you're going to have to yeah. listen. So, yeah, well, that was great. No, it's fine. As long as we we make sure we're on the ball and we remind each other that you know whichever yeah. one you says choose, then we're good to go. So yeah, yeah. Hello. Hey. Greetings. We have Bird, Tommy, Eagle. Um, just wanted to say, we we have we are experiencing. You know, it's it gets colder here now in the in the high desert. So we have mice. Or a mouse, oh. and I love them. I want them to be warm. I want them to eat, but you know, I I need to train them where to poop, I guess. <laughs> and stay quiet when you're trying to be asleep. <laughs> yeah, I've, ar- I've already trained him. I've oh. already trained him to poop on his pillow, so he's <laughs> nice. to retrain them to not do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There, there may be, you know, like I, I heard one, I got up about 5.45, and I heard one, and I couldn't, I, I was focusing on where is it, where is it, it was on top of the fridge, eating our tomato seeds. Oh, naughty, naughty. Uh. Yeah. And, you know, and then it gets in the, uh, I, I uh, just recently converted it, cleaned out, and, and redid the uh, room closet in this here square box trailer and apparently I didn't do a good enough job because <laughs> it liked to eat through the bottom corner of Tommy's dog food bag and just 
had some good food, had some good nibbles. Gotta say, man. And then licking our peanut butter from East Wind uh, Commune over there in Missouri, on Missouri. Uh, great almond butter, though. I, I get it. It didn't eat through the glass. It was merely just, I guess, eating the paper. I don't know. But, you know, I want them to eat. I just, I guess, I don't like cleaning up after them. How about that? Yeah, I'm, I was really happy to see that there are not any, uh, we did not see them. I've been looking to see if there's any mouse turds around. They haven't, so we were, we were lucky we only had to deal with what appears to be an isolated case. But when they get numerous like that, it, it does change your perspective of them, <laughs> especially if they start eating your dried goods. But, you know, you can work around that by putting your dried goods in jars. Yeah, that gets a little trickier. That's where you might invite a cat into your life and say, okay, let's even out the field here a little bit. But still, I don't know. It's a tricky one. Uh, yeah. So each one has to take their own uh, journey with those, I guess. The, the mice will yeah. leave the house as soon as they possibly can because there's more food outside than in. Um, leave a trail of food uh, outside where it's dry enough for them to get it and they won't get too used to eating your stuff. Ooh, good one, sister. Yep. That's, that does help. Yeah. Uh, but as soon as there's more than five, um, you've got families everywhere. You can be sure of it. Then there's a cat named yeah. Yeah, a couple. Yeah. <laughs> get a couple because they'll compete with each other and they'll catch more of them. Yeah. <laughs> we loving peaceful people. Bring in the cats. <laughs> well, for them, it's, it's not. Um, uh, most of the time, they won't kill a lot of them. They'll just scare them off because the scent of the cat will scare them off enough. Yeah. The mice will leave in the end. That's probably just the cold. And the, you know, as soon as it snows, even here, as soon as it rains, you can see them climbing up the uh, the water pipes because they temporarily. Um, seek dry places and then if they're there they're going to hunt for food and once it's dried downstairs they'll leave again yeah depends on where you live in the city that's not it doesn't really matter if they leave you because then they enter someone else's house because there's nowhere else to go but uh, like where i live or where you go so closer to, to a more natural environment they'll they'll go outside there's always preference for outside yeah mice are smart you know you don't have to be yeah. around people <laughs> yeah and, and supposedly they don't like diatomaceous earth mixed with spearmint, mixed with uh, water. All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Or peppermint. Pardon me, peppermint. Right. On YouTube, I so, saw this. On YouTube, so I saw I've this. I've done that. The peppermint, it kept them away for about four hours. <laughs> and I, I, I have yet to mix together the... Peppermint, diatomaceous, and the uh, water. Uh -huh. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll keep you informed. There you go. Well, on, on YouTube, there's a, there's a clip about um, how to make out of a plastic Coke bottle a mouse-friendly trap where the mouse can get in but can't get out. It doesn't die. And then you can pick up the bottle and let it out. So I think it's, it's okay. mouse-friendly so Are you suggesting I start drinking that poison again? 
No, just collect some empty bottles from the street. None of, none of those bottles around here. <laughs> no, but just some empty ones, whatever. It's just a Coke, whatever. I don't care what. Empty. Yeah. But um, milk bottle, carton, whatever. Try. Yeah. I just find them on the street and I made a trap once and it worked. <laughs> okay. But, uh, cool. Oh, yeah. But you still. Still, it's fun because you know you're close to nature. <laughs> they do like your house. Yeah, I <laughs> Kidding. All right. Well, I guess we better. Jolly, are you ready, hon? Or I know you had a long day. And... <laughs> yeah. Well, at some point, I, I usually have to kind of go and crash out in uh, another kind of hour and a half or so. So um, yeah, you know. But if there's more to share, we'll share. But. Um, Thank you. You've got a bit of sleep to do too. Yeah, I passed. You're in the middle of the night, yeah. <laughs> yeah, enough, enough. Right, yeah, but it's great. I'm glad um, Bird Eagle and Tommy joined us too. Yes. Our love, our love to you all, and it's great to hear Cindy and Ra's voice. That's yes, isn't it? Really, really fucking cool. Ditto. <laughs> Yeah, it's great to hear each other. So we'll be here again uh, next week. It'll be Wednesday again, and then um, for another like probably three or so, and then it'll be back to Tuesday. Um, what's it? The fourth Tuesday of the month we decided on, didn't we? Yeah. So um, yeah, but uh, meanwhile, you know, we'll be back um, Wednesdays, and I've actually been very thrilled that I've managed to be here every Wednesday uh, so far, and now this Tuesday. It's been a few times I thought I might not make it, but I've made it. So, uh, you know, if I'm not here, uh, Libby will open up the room and I'll show up as soon as I do. But, um, yeah, it's been uh, great to be able to, you know, open up this uh, little portal where we can all communicate. It was lovely to have Michael join us today. So, yes, it was. Definitely. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, all good stuff. Uh one, two, three, yeah, it'd be the 28th then of February. That's the fourth Thursday, a Tuesday of February. So the last, the last day of the month. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That worked out pretty well. <laughs> yeah. If, if there had only been three, what would we have done? So there we go. Uh, 28th of February will be the next Tuesday. But before that, we've got a bunch of um, Wednesdays to go. So we've got the first... Yeah, first, 15th and 22nd, and then the 28th will be the following Tuesday. So there we go. We'll Thank you, Jolly. Thank you again, Bindi, for calling in. I'm so glad you suggested this. You're welcome. Yeah, it's lovely to catch up with you, Bindi. Really. Yeah, it was good. And Hutch, thank you for jumping in, and everybody that participated today. It was so nice to hear various voices. Thank you yes. very, very much. been very wonderful. So we appreciate you all. Climbing up on South Street Hill I could see the city light 
time stood still. Eagle flew out of the night. He was something to observe. Came in close, I heard a voice. Standing, stretching every nerve. I had to listen, had no choice. I did not believe the information. Just had to trust imagination. My heart going boom, boom, boom. Son, he said, grab the things I've come to take you home. To keep in silence, I resigned. I couldn't think I was a nun. Turning water into wine. Open doors will soon be shut. So I went from day to day. My life was in a rut. Till I thought of what I'd say. Which connection I should call I was feeling part of the scenery I walked right out of the machinery My heart going boom, boom, boom hey, He said, grab your things I'm gonna take you home Hey, back home I never will, I want to be Liberty, she threw away When I think that I am free Watch my empty silhouette Close their eyes and still can see No one taught them any better I will show another me With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.